This message comes from NPR sponsor, The Pitchfork Review. It's the podcast for the music obsessed, the music curious, and everyone in between. Listen to The Pitchfork Review and hear music differently. Find new episodes every Friday at midnight. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're looking at the best albums out on October 26th, starting with the band Opeth and I Wasn't Only Thinking About You. Even my 25th birthday, you come knocking at my door at night. I try to hold in my head, a hole in my pocket. Nothing makes me feel as high as the silhouette of your body. Opep is the band. I wasn't only thinking about you. The song is 25, and this week we've got the game back together. Stephen Thompson Yay. here in D.C. and Powers in Nashville. Welcome. Always a pleasure. Welcome. I have to admit, Bob Boylan turned me on to this band, and we just had him on the show. It's been a couple months ago. Now their album's finally out uh, from Opep. And what a glorious record. Yeah, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that Bob got us into it. That was really a barrier to entry for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I really, I love this band. It's a duo from Australia. Olivia Halley is the singer. Also a violinist, a mandolinist named Pepita Emmerich. And you got a lot of that first aid kit style, like really dense, rich harmonies, but also with a touch of that plain spoken Amy Mann kind of quality. This like slightly wry look at life life. And uh, it's just a very nice mixture of darkness and sweetness at the same time. This is a great record. And boy, that that song 25 is just glorious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think the thing I like most about their music is that even in their most somber moments, it feels euphoric. Mm -hmm. Just like the the kind of songs that just make you love life and warts and all. The power of a great vocal harmony, man. (laughs) The band is Opep. I wasn't only thinking about you as the record. Let's go to Robin, the singer Robin and her new album, Honey. Streets are so cold The singer from Stockholm is Robin. Her new album is Honey, and the song is called Human Being. This is her first new full-length album in eight years. And and she's in some familiar territory here. Uh, I'm part of the record, but really it's a lot more intimate, sort of less thumping dance songs on this one. 
she is the queen of melancholy. You know, her most famous hit is called Dancing on My Own. And she really follows her melancholy muse into some deep places on this new album. The single Honey is one that her fans have loved for a long time, you know, and wanted on an album. That song Human Being is one of my favorites on the album. It just gets at that sense of, yes, this is quote unquote, party music, but it's it's really music for exploring the emotions and the connection between the body and the soul. Robin's most famous bangers are some of my favorite songs of the last 20 years. I mean, I think Call Your Girlfriend is just an absolute masterpiece, but it is very hard charging. The arrangement around it is very driving. And this record is sparer and feels in some ways like a throwback to kind of 80s style synth pop and stuff where there's just a lot more air in the mix. And so that drives her voice forward and I'm just so happy to hear from her again. Robin is the singer. The new album is called Honey, and I mentioned that it's her first one in eight years. But to be fair, she did put out three records in 2010. The last time she was she put out music, she did three uh, records in one year. But speaking of putting out three records in a year, oh Ty Siegel. God. Oh, my <laughs> Ty, God. Ty Siegel. Let's go to Ty Siegel. This guy. Yeah. Out uh, of control. Uh, he is, and I think he's amazing. His new album is called Fudge Sandwich. Ty Siegel is the artist. His new album is Fudge Sandwich. And as I mentioned, it is his third album this year, which is nothing new for him. Actually, Robin, it's his fifth. What? Yep. Well, I know he did. He did. Let's see. Okay. First of all, he did Freedom's Goblin. That was a solo record Mm -hmm. in January. Mm -hmm. Then he did Joy with White Fence. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then this one. What are the other two that I'm missing? Well, he made one with his band Gogs. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. He also put out a cassette uh, called Orange Rainbow. Now, a few weeks ago, Robin, you were out of town. He said, Stephen, can you host New Music Friday? Here's a list of the albums I was thinking about covering. One of them was Ty Siegel uh, with his band Gogs. And I was like, oh, my God, that guy puts out, what does he put out, like two records a year? (laughs) And And I'm like, you know what? I'll mention it in passing. So I go do a little research. Oh, my God, he's got a new album already. In between... Gogs, and this record, Fudge Sandwich, that we're talking about, he put out another album. He put out an album, a tape, 
uh, ca- called Orange Rainbow, came out eight days before this episode is dropping. I, I totally missed that. Basically, we're all just in the Ty Siegel record <laughs> club. <laughs> record getting, club. You know, eight for a dollar or for a nickel <laughs> or whatever that is. Somewhere Robert Pollard is like, dude, chill. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely feeling the breath of Ty Siegel on his neck. Well, this, look, is I, a, this is a fun look. record. This is an album of covers. Right. It's a covers record. And, and uh, yes, I fully admit I am a total stan of, of Ty Siegel. I think he can do no wrong. On this record, Fudge Sandwich, he does these cover songs and he, you know, I thought, well, he's just going to do all these straight up riff rock songs from the various legends of riff riff rock. But it's very surprising, the songs he went with and bands that I'd never heard of, like The Dills, Gong. The Dills are one of the greatest bands of all time. Robin. Rudimentary Penny. Rudimentary Penny. Amon Duel. Amon Duel. Oh, and he closes with a Sparks song, which mm-hmm. is which is it's just amazing. But it, it, is, it is a mix of 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 kind of deep cuts and more familiar artists. I mean, there's also John Lennon and War and Spencer Davis right, Group for and sure. Funkadelic for yeah. sure. But I mean, he takes on songs that in their original form were R and B and funk and punk and yeah, and like Lennon's Isolation. I, I think he's kind of a genius, and he I've also seen him live several times, and his live performances are also off the charts. I just want to say one thing about those obscure covers. We really need somebody like Ty Siegel to keep those songs alive. Mm-hmm. Ty Siegel is the artist. His new album is called Fudge Sandwich. Let's do one more before we take a break. This is the singer Neo and her new album, Saturn. I guess that's the way it goes. With everything that we could to know. Still we're just coasting, coasting, coasting. How I wish that the answers came. We were smoking to levitate our way to floating, floating, floating. Ooh, just drive to a feeling alive. Who can stand to be lonely? I can stand to be lonely. So let's drink a drink to forget. Who can stand to be lonely? I can stand to be lonely. But we'll make it. The singer is Nao. It's spelled N-A-O, pronounced Nao. Her album is called Saturn, and the song we're hearing is called Love Supreme. Uh, this is a singer from London, and and one I know that you were excited about. Yeah, Robin, I really love the core sound on this record by Nao. She's an interesting person, uh, studied jazz, sang in an a cappella group called The Box Sets, has worked with everyone from Jarvis Cocker to the grime artist Stormzy. But on her own album, Saturn uh, for Neo is all about the Saturn return, the period in your life from, I think the years are 27 to 32, where you're coming into your own, you're figuring out your destiny. And this album plays with those themes a little bit. But what I really love about it is the sound. The arrangements are exquisite. Her voice is so beautifully beyond, almost beyond human. I love it. Yeah, this record is terrific. She's an idiosyncratic voice and songwriter. Yeah, I dug this. 
Neo is the singer in A-O, spelled N-A-O, Neo. Her new album is called Saturn. We still have a few more albums to get through for this week's New Music Friday, but let's take a short break and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor MailChimp. It might sound like MailChimp only does email marketing, but they can do a lot more to help your business grow with landing pages, audience management, and automation. MailChimp, they do more than mail. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers and Stephen Thompson. And we're going to start the second half of our show off with the one and only Laura Gibson and her new album, Goners. Gibson is the artist. Her new album is called Goners, uh, someone we've been following for years here at NPR Music. She famously was the first performer at the Tiny Desk. And uh, Stephen, I think she makes a tremendous leap on this record. Yeah, I mean, she has grown leaps and bounds creatively and done ever more interesting, bolder, more beautiful sounds. In the last few years, she got her MFA in writing and made records that still have that quietude at their center while still fanning out and just exploring subtle but bigger sounds. And so you listen to that song, Domestication, which sort of has a lot to say about her place in the world and and where she sees herself, but it's surrounded by these big, beautiful, sweeping sounds. It still sounds like her, but it's evolving. The record's called Goners, and it is a record all about grief. And I love how the title can be taken a couple different ways. It's either about people who are doomed or people who are already gone. The lyric that that title is drawn from, if we're already goners, why wait any longer for something to crack open? And even that line has multiple readings. It is either despair or it is, hey, if we're doomed, let's live our lives. Laura Gibson is the singer. Her album's called Goners. Let's go to Julia Holter, the singer Julia Holter, and her really incredible new record called Aviary. Okay, 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 okay,
The artist is Julia Holter, and this uh, just kind of mind-blowing album is called Aviary. The song we're listening to is called Voke Simmel, and um, it is a real odyssey. And and you were telling me earlier that you can't stop listening to it. Man, it goes everywhere. It goes so far beyond most pop or most most releases today. And she almost creates her own category of music with this album. Some people call Julia Holter a composer. Some have connected her to avant-garde sort of jazz. Alice Coltrane is a big influence on her. You could stretch and say Bjork is a source for what she does. Her sources range from medieval troubadours to the poet Sappho, as translated by the great writer Anne Carson to actual birds. <laughs> the record's called Aviary, and Holter has said that the birds in her head, the noise that invades us all just from being living in our wired world, was one of the main inspirations for this album. This record is so impeccable. There's just every noise is accounted for. That's a good word for it. And it's dense. It really takes some time to fully get your your arms around everything she's doing because it's so bold. But it's also a work of passion and emotion and human intensity. And I keep thinking of something you said to me years ago. Um, that you, you said it, it feels like albums are becoming more like films or books. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you, you watch them or you read them maybe once, maybe twice. And that's it. But if they're really good, you never forget them. Right. Julia Holter is the singer, and her new album is called Aviary. Let's go to the singer Maggie Roach, another incredible singer named Maggie Roach, and her album, Where Do I Come From? There's a place I want to be, but it's a mystery to me how to get there. I've been thinking about Maggie Roach is the singer. Uh, Her new album is called Where Do I Come From? And uh, she is a much-beloved singer who passed away last year. And Where Do I Come From is a retrospective of her work. For those who don't know, Maggie Roach was in a group called The Roaches with her two sisters, Suzzy and Terry. And I honestly can't think of a a more important songwriter, a more important group to me. And Maggie is the songwriter, songwriter in that trio. I think of the Roaches as a great forgotten singer-songwriter group, cult favorites of aficionados of the form. How to explain what Maggie Roach does as a songwriter? She was the most wry, the most deeply observational, the most at once sort of down home and and philosophical songwriter that I know of. I just long for people to hear her music so much. So Mm -hmm. I'm so excited that this collection exists for the world to discover. And a lot to dig into. It's It's a double album. There are more than 30 songs on it, very intimate recordings from throughout her career. It's called Where Do I Come From? from Maggie Roach. We have uh, one more album that we want to talk about before we wrap up this week's New Music Friday, but there are a bunch of other notable releases that we should mention for October 26th. 
Yeah, I'm going to really try to put the lightning in lightning round. Uh, Tom York, for, uh, obviously of Radiohead, uh, did the score to this new remake of Suspiria. Uh, it is incredibly evocative uh, and worth checking out. A singer named Jillian Medford, who performs under the name Ian Sweet, really like noisy pop rock, really infectious. Uh, Devin Church from Exit Music has a solo record out called We Are Inextricable. And a singer-songwriter that uh, a lot of us at NPR Music really love, Mia Folick. Uh, if you haven't seen her Tiny Desk concert, check it out. It's amazing. She has a full-length album coming out called Premonitions. We just had her on the show, and that record is out now. I'll just mention, too, there's a new one from Los Angeles-based funk, soul, jazz, polyglot, Georgia Ann Muldrow. It's called Overload. I think it's very relevant to our times. Also, this guy named Joji. I don't know if you've checked out this this artist, but he was a comedian who recorded under the names Pink Guy and Filthy Frank. His actual name is George Miller, but he's recently turned to doing hazy R&B and uh, he's released his album Ballads One it's a very interesting sexy album there are an astonishing number of holiday albums out today <laughs> so it is Tis the Season John Legend has a new record called A Legendary Christmas out, out today along with Ingrid Michaelson Mike Love William Shatner Jesse J <laughs> all have holiday albums out on October 26th. We'll probably be getting a whole lot more of those yep. in the in the next couple of weeks or so. All right, let's go to our last record for this week's show. It comes from David Crosby. The album is called Here If You Listen. David Crosby, his new album is called Here If You Listen, and this song is called 1967. He's obviously a very well-known and much-loved veteran singer and songwriter. He's pushing 80 now in his sixth decade of making music, and uh, I was really surprised by how much I enjoyed this one. I think it shows that he still has a, a lot of great songwriting in him. This album continues what Crosby started on his previous album, which is called Lighthouse. Um, he's working with the vocalist Becca Stevens and Michael League of Snarky Puppy and Michelle Willis, a, a band that has just re revitalized Crosby, I think. There are ways in which this music sounds like classic Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Yeah. There are ways in which it reminds me of Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> you know? Oh, interesting. Totally I, yeah. 21st century. I can hear that, yeah, interesting. 
And Crosby is contemplating death. He's contemplating his life, his career. But to me, it's the sound that's so captivating here and and the freshness of the combination of these voices. Crosby recently made a comment like, we were wrong to not have women in our band back in the day. (laughs) So I'm glad that that David Crosby has grown and and realizes that women are awesome to collaborate with because (laughs) what he's doing with these women as well as the the guys he's collaborating with, it's, it's just outstanding. That'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks, Anne. Oh, thank you so much. And Stephen Thompson. Thank you, Robin. A reminder to tell your friends about the program and follow me on Twitter at N-P-R-O-B-I-N. To see a list of the albums we talked about, check out the podcast description for this episode. You can also go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can hear full versions of the songs we featured from these records and a whole lot of other great releases in the new Music Friday playlist from NPR Music. Go to npr.org slash Spotify or open the Spotify app and search for NPR Music. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of great music.